This is the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast, session number 372. Deborah Yaffe on Synergistic Healing. Welcome to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast with Jason Lynette, your professional resource for hypnosis training and outstanding business success. Here's your host, Jason Lynette. Now, there's a word in this week's episode that I have to start off by defining a little bit better, and then you'll hear it again in the conversation, which would be the person who is the hyphenate, the hyphenate. And I learned this term originally working in backstage production for professional theater because there'd be the director hyphen playwright. There would be the actor dash singer dash dancer and you see hyphenate and where it comes into play. And specifically in our hypnotic profession, there are people who come at it from the angle of being the hypnosis professional hyphen, you know, nutritionist hyphen, astrologist hyphen. And that brings us to this week's episode with Deborah Yaffe that I've actually known Deborah for going on, I believe, let's count about a decade now at this point and only took 372 episodes to then uh, finally have her on. And this is an amazing conversation of how a yogi informed her to go into a different business, how that eventually led into hypnosis, and then how it kind of all combined together with her other specialties, ranging from Tai Chi, then to nutrition, then to a very specific form of astrology, and really just kind of all meshes together in this beautiful as she calls it, synergistic healing way. So the really big takeaway from this week's episode would be that do not necessarily put your techniques and modalities in a corner. It's that there's always going to be some crossover from one to the other in terms of how these different pieces of the puzzle could fit together. What I think is one of the big takeaways of this chat, though, is kind of how she calls out there are some incredible hypnotic tendencies in these other practices, and it's where about halfway through this conversation, if you're listening to this in a place that it's appropriate to close your eyes and follow along, she actually guides me through an exercise that I'll say it immediately I noticed a great shift from. And if you're in need of a good shift as well, go through the technique as she teaches it because it is just really cool and highly effective. So this week's episode is number 372. If you head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 372, that'll bring you directly over to the show notes of this week's episode where you can find the various resources, the group, and the website that Deborah talks about in this chat. And while you're there as well, check out worksmarthypnosislive.com. This is our live and online professional hypnosis training, which approaches it from this sort of symbiotic synergistic, integrative approach that isn't just one hypnosis instructor. Oh no, my friends, you get two. That's right. Sorry. Two for the price of one. Okay. You get the idea here, but it's where I team up with Richard Nongard because the classic phrase is to learn from people who have different ways of achieving the same goal, just have different pathways of how you can get there. So Richard's strength is that of his background as a licensed marriage and family therapist as well as the incredible research mind to bring a flavor of evidence-based hypnosis into the professional community. So hypnosis is a world that's been kind of built upon tradition and 
I'll say it respectfully, the things that you and I as practitioners and students of this industry would often nerd the hell out over uh, are not necessarily the things that have the research to back it up. So all these techniques are valid. Yet, if you want to be networking with the medical community, if you want to have a dialogue that now better explains the value of what you do and why people ought to hire you to serve as their hypnotist and help them facilitate a change, this evidence-based approach is the number one way to do that. Now, my flavor of things is a blend of conversational influence, conversational change, as well as the buzzword of hyper-suggestibility of how you can actually help your clients to feel the change taking place. So as of now, our next Work Smart Hypnosis Live event is coming up in September. However, as soon as you reserve your spot, you get instant on-demand access, lifetime access to my hypnotic workers library, which then becomes a permanent asset for the continued growth of your skills, helping your clients one-to-one. So do this right now. Head over to WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com. Watch the video tour at the top of the page. Check the dates. You can see we make it easy on you. There's a single pay option. There's an installment plan option. And reserve your spot because classically, we fill these things up well in advance. If you're brand new to hypnosis, start with the strongest foundation you can build. If you're already trained in hypnosis, this is about helping you to fill in the gaps, build that unstoppable confidence in your process, and yes, learning the skills and techniques necessary to get out there and help a ton of people. Check that out. Work Smart Hypnosis Live. And with that, here we go. Session number 372, Deborah Yaffe on Synergistic Healing. Oh, the first introduction to hypnosis for me. Oh, wow. Do you want to hear a story? This is unfolded in a story. Oh, we love stories here. (laughs) So my story is that um, this is uh, it's an interesting story. So, you know, in my spiritual practice, uh, I'm a student, I've been a student of Tibetan Buddhism for quite a long time. And one of my teachers is, uh, I call him a wisdom hypnotist now that I know what hypnosis is. His name is Tulku Tundrup, a very famous, uh, um, but also very humble, very, very humble, uh, wonderful uh, teacher. And um, back in 2005, I was sort of in the process of reinventing my life, and um, and I had this background, you know, sort of. I think you know this about me, Jason. Um, I have sort of a mixed background. Like one one part of my life has been all about science and um, psychophysiology and neurophysiology and doing these intense sort of that kind of scientific trainings and research, and my other side was uh, being a belly dancer, which is how I met my husband. And, and while I was doing that, I was also uh, doing a lot of astrology um, uh, and a particular type of astrology that I'd gotten into. And um, anyway, so back in the summer of 2005, on uh, uh, Independence Day weekend, we were at our temple here, Tibetan temple, making lunch for Tulkutundrup. And I asked him, you know, uh, at that time, I thought I would uh, become a, an esthetician, a Dr. Hauschka esthetician in particular. Yeah. And and, um, and Tolko just said, you know, well, I don't think so. 
<laughs> you know, you have to understand these, these spiritual teachers, they're very, uh, some of them are very clairvoyant, you know, and he's one of those. And uh, I said, well, I was really planning on doing this. I, I think, you know, I, you know, he said, well, I think you'd be really good at it because you have natural healing talents and that he even knew what Dr. Hauschka was, which was interesting. <laughs> and he said, I think those products, you know, you, they're very alive and helpful. Do you, do you mind people. if I swoop in for a quick moment and yep. ask the question in a way that it makes it sound like I clearly know, but I then play the podcaster host game of uh, saying, you know, for those in the audience who aren't familiar with what you're talking about, could you explain what that is specifically? And then I pretend that uh, I already knew it. <laughs> so you say Dr. Hauschka, like what were the specific products? What were the, what was that world? Dr. Hauschka is a very um, specific, you know, I, I'm sure a lot of people on this uh, call are into holistic healing and sort of energy medicine kind of things. They sort of mix in well with hypnosis. I know a lot of people doing all, you know, sort of the, what did you call them? Hyphenates. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I'm definitely one of them. Well, Dr. Hauschka is, um, it's a German company. Um, the products are, uh, they're, they're like homeopathic, but for skincare. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, all the products are based on uh, the teachings and philosophy of Rudolf Steiner and Anthroposophy. And they, uh, they're energetically like, uh, you have to experience them. It's like hypnosis. You can tell someone about hypnosis, but then when you experience it, it's a whole another ball game so these products are kind of like that when someone does a uh, uses these products skincare products on you for a facial they're doing the whole facial includes like this lymphatic massage of like your arms and your lower legs and uh your upper chest like uh, like your whole neck and your face so it's not just not just a product it's really sort of a combination there and with the service yeah yeah. yeah. And the products, yeah. So that's what the esthetician does with these products. The products are made in a very special way. They're, um, they're grown in a certain way. They're highly organic. The soil is developed in something called biodynamic farming. They're gathered at certain points and then uh, processed in very particular ways so that the energy of the, it's kind of like plant spirits if you're into that kind of thing you Got might it. and i'm very grateful that you caught the audience on that up because i, I already knew that of course yes yes uh, so <laughs> well anyway he knew what he knew what that was surprisingly he knew what that was like maybe because of his wife i don't know but <laughs> but anyway he said so i i really know that those th those products are very healing and that you'd be very good at it because you have that compassion and that healing thing and you'd be good at this and he said but you need to make money so this is my Tibetan Lama telling me I need to make money. <laughs> nice, nice. So, exactly, right? Very practical, these Tibetans. And, um, and uh, you know, I didn't take the hint. And so I kind of argued with him. And I said, well, you know, she's making like, you know, one or $200 for every facial. The person that I go to, she makes that. And it's portable, so you can go anywhere. And he just kind of looked off in the distance and then he looked right at me and said, well, some people make money at these things and some people don't. <laughs> <laughs> like take the hint, right? Yeah so, yeah. so at that point I realized, well, this is probably, you know, he knows me very well. And I think he kind of knows something that I might not know. Uh, so I, I had that trust in him. 
So we were sitting, Marty and I made uh, lunch for him and his wife. And at the table, Marty says to him, well, you know, Debbie's kind of like really bummed out, Tolku, that, you know, you didn't think her plan was, was really a good one. And so she's thinking about what to do next. And, and, uh, and Marty actually says, what do you think about her doing astrology? Tolko sits up at the table upright and he says, that would be very, 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 very good. And like, he knows nothing about me and my astrology, but he proceeds to list off exactly all the things that I do with this hermetic astrology system and how I, I bring other things to it and how this is a perfect hook of compassion because people like astrology. A lot of people who are, you know, are having troubles in their lives and needing to find direction or, you know, or need just some compassionate kindness in their life. You know, they, they really like astrology or tarot or whatever. These things are all involved in the system that I do. And so he said, you know, this is a perfect hook of compassion, how you can help people. So you, you need to be doing that. And it, he said, I think this will be someplace for you to really make money, like a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was very interesting. And of yeah. course, me being me, you know, I, um, the interesting thing for me is that I, uh, at that time I was doing a lot, a lot of work as a nutritionist. And so I didn't want to be out of the metaphysical closet and have people think of me as a flake, you know, being this flaky astrologer when I'm this nutritionist and scientist or something. So, I, you know, I was trying to keep up appearances that way. And so only an Aquarian would then go to mm -hmm. uh, an EFT training with Gary Craig. So I went oh, in September. Nice. Yeah, I went yeah. to this. I mean, I'd been doing EFT since like 2000. And uh, anyway, so I went to this training with Gary Craig in Connecticut. And it was like 450 people there. Um, half of them were psychologists and half of them were hypnotists. And so I thought I'd stick my neck out. Uh, Marty made me a card for my liberation astrology. And, you know, and basically I was telling people, I was just floating it among these folks and saying, well, what, what, what do you think of this work I do? You know, and I, I basically told them what I do. I take a, you know, the person's birth chart and I get them into a nice, comfortable, relaxed, uh, state and then i invite their personal planets in and we have a conversation and we do some healing work and the interesting thing was like everybody i talked to wanted my card and wanted a session so that was a good sign that i they didn't think i was a flake and then one person actually looked at me and said well you realize you're doing hypnosis don't you and i said really that's hypnosis work she said yes and you should probably get some further training and so I went home. Uh, I thought, I thought me being the Aquarian and trying to hide behind, you know, not to, I didn't want to be out there as a woo woo astrologer. So I thought, oh, a hypnotist is more acceptable, uh, you know, than being an astrologer. So I'll go be a hypnotist. So I came home. She told me, um, uh, she recommended uh, her training was in Five Path with Cal Banyan. And so she said, well, call there. That's where I went to train in Minneapolis. And so I called there. They had, as it turned out, there was uh, one spot left in the training uh, uh, with Cal. There was one spot left. And it was the next weekend coming right up. And I said, 
I guess I'm supposed to be there. <laughs> so I, I bought a ticket. There was one place left on the last plane out of here to, to go to uh, Minnesota. And so I went and I took my first training. And, you know, the interesting thing for me, Jason, was that during that first introduction to hypnosis, you know, I then went on and did a lot of other training in hypnosis, but that was my first and uh, basic training. Yeah, what's cool, what's cool about that journey is that, you know, for many people out there listening, it's that we don't always begin with the, here's what I want to learn. And I think, <laughs> I, I think this might be the first time of, I want to do this, and a yogi going, eh, no. Um, just saying it in ways that sounded better than that, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's where, well, you know, the old Thomas Edison story of the discovery what not to do often becomes the discovery of what to do. And I'm sure in many ways, that's where, you know, we, we catch this instance where a lot of these things kind of fit into the same world. That's for those that have never heard the term that Deborah brought up there of the hyphenate. Um, it's a thing that I talk about in our train the trainer program for the ICBCH that there's very often people who will have a specific modality and then take on other ones. So if you're an instructor and they are someone, you know, who does nutrition and astrology, if only we knew of an example of that eventually leading into hypnosis training, I'm sure there's one out there somewhere, but, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Hi, Deborah. Good to have you here. Uh, but it's that. It's that we kind of find there's a through line of all of this, which I think is kind of something I'd love to chat with you about here, which is here's these different modalities, here's these different approaches. What's kind of that connecting thing of all of them for you? What, what makes them all kind of either play together or perhaps lead from one naturally into the other? What are, what are your thoughts on that? When you say all of them... You know, I immediately go to all the things that I do in my approach to the work that I do. Uh, to me, all of it is hypnotic and all of it involves hypnosis. The thread being, uh, you know, we're looking at creating habits that help us rather than har harm us and um, create, you know, helping us be our best selves and finding meaning in our life and our purpose and how to serve uh, others. And all of those have the thread of hypnosis really flowing through them, hypnotic methods and, and concepts flowing through them. You know, for me, I'm weaving together everything that I do I don't know how to, I know some people are really good at that compartmental thing. Like they're just a hypnotist. They're just a nutritionist. <laughs> well, hang on. Yeah. Then, then they pop up and I've heard this example three times over. So this is not one specific person anymore. Um, someone who guess, well, I only do hypnosis. I don't do any NLP. And yet they predominantly use like a parts approach. And yes. uh, where do many <laughs> NLP trainings begin with a parts approach, which to be fair, NLP was modeling hypnosis. So it does kind of all fit into the same thing. And there's going to be blending over from one thing to another always. Yes. Uh, yeah. I love the way that you phrased it though, of here's this means that it's helping people to get what they want. And you gave the answer, which is one of my favorite topics here, which is that there's something hypnotic about all of these other 
modalities. So could you share a little bit of insight as to what you mean by that? If there's any examples, that's great too. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, whether it's the EFT, the astrology, or anything else, what is it that we can look at from that hypnotic perspective that you know perhaps yeah. amplifies that other modality? I think, well, for me right now, you know, the, the, the major synergies that I'm, you know, I, I call what I do synergistic healing with hypnosis. And it involves nutrition and energy healing like Reiki and the astrology, hermetic astrology. It's a very particular system. It's, it's not what you think of when you hear the word astrology. Uh, that uh, involves imagery. Um, and I also am a senior trainer with the Tai Chi for Health Institute. So I've never given up my sort of physical nutrition and physical exercise kind of, you know, the that medical mentality that I have, the health and healing mentality from the physical side. So when you say, give you an example, um, I'm going to talk to you mostly about uh, Tai Chi for health uh, in particular. And, um, you know, we live in our bodies, you know, our bodies have natural, we have, we've learned, I don't know whether they're innate necessarily, or we've learned them. But even, you know, when I say to you, how would you move to show me that you were depressed? You know, so do that for me now, Jason, and tell me, I, I can't see you. So tell me what you're doing. It's the uh, Eeyore from Winnie yeah. the Pooh comes to mind. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> kind of yes. Slumping down, letting everything melt. Yes, bringing the Eeyore down. And now I'm going to ask you to jump for joy, feel joy. What does that look like? And I didn't want to jump because of a shoulder injury that you and I've talked about. <laughs> But immediately I, I still sat upright, I smiled and my exactly. shoulders went back. Yeah. Exactly. So these are kind of, you know, there's words and they're they're sort of like body-centered suggestions. They're triggers, you know. So we already know and you know, we absorb things in our bodies. And you know, massage therapists have a famous saying, the issues are in the tissues. Mm -hmm. And you know, sometimes you see that even as a just a regular, you know, in the hypnosis office, even without any body work, you know, you might see when you something releases, you know, you see may see some physical um, response in the person, right? You know, you might see like a little shuddering sometimes or a tear, or you know, there's something that goes on. Um, so, um, you know, there was this woman named Candace Pert. Uh, she wrote that book, Molecules of Emotion. Yeah. It was all about the neuropeptide. She really tripped off a whole um, study there, uh, field of interest. And she's famous for saying the body is the subconscious mind. So this is a body-mind thing. This is That was a long way of getting around from your question to, <laughs> to that answer. <laughs> but... Um, that's why I really love um, Tai Chi. Is very it's it's hypnotic movement, and you're actually uh, you know the way I've been working with it lately. I realized that I was teaching Tai Chi, and I suddenly I you know you can't help it if you're a hypnotist. Suddenly you're you're speaking hypnotic patter as you're teaching, and you're noticing wow these people are getting like unbelievable results. <laughs> <laughs> so I started developing that and actually working with clients like for various issues, especially like um, stress related, um, anything with arthritis, diabetes, heart issues, blood pressure. You know, I'm working with a lot of people uh, 
incorporating, I asked them, you know, they all tell me that they need to exercise. Their doctors are all telling them you need to exercise and they don't want them doing anything really super strenuous because that just increases the stress in their body, you know, for some people, you know? So, um, so this is a perfect uh, exercise, gentle for them. And it's meditation in motion. It's involving mindfulness uh, and mindfulness and hypnosis. You know, they are, um, you know, they're like brother and sister. And sometimes they're just the same thing even. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if, if you didn't bring it up, I was going to swoop in there with Tai Chi that there's this incredible mindfulness-based exercise that's inside of it. And it's the specificity of movement and you know, over the years, I've had a couple of clients who are in the fitness space, whether they're bodybuilders or powerlifters or physique competitor, which is somewhere between bikini model and bodybuilder. And it's getting more benefit from the weightlifting, getting more benefit from the exercise by going deeper into the fascination of the movement. And yeah. it's where it's usually not my style to go, go do this. You signed up <laughs> for me, but go do this other thing. And like, Two of them I can think of immediately, like stumbled into a Tai Chi class and suddenly it was that, oh, that's my new meditation. That's my self-hypnosis. Exactly. Yeah. And what I love about it is that you're getting, uh, you know, if you're a busy person, like a lot of people are these days, when you do Tai Chi, when you play Tai Chi, um, you're getting your meditation and your medication at the same time. Um, so it's a twofer. You know, it's a real benefit there. But then, you know, what, as I said, what I discovered is, you know, not only is, you know, you're doing, when you're teaching this, you're actually teaching a mindfulness training, you know, if you, you know how to do that with people in motion. Um, you know, but what I, I discovered was, you know, as I said, I, I started giving my clients, you know, some suggestions tied in with some Tai Chi moves, you know, and, um, so that became their physical anchor where they could get the benefit of like a Tai Chi movement and also anchor in like whatever affirmation or suggestion or post-hypnotic suggestion that they needed for their issue. Oh, nice. And, it was, and it's very powerful and, and wonderful. Is there a specific example that comes to mind? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, um, well, there's one that I really love to do. It's this... Um, there's a motion, it's, uh, it's from the Chen style of Tai Chi, and it's called uh, Harmonize Yin and Yang. And basically, um, with it, <laughs> uh, see now this is, this is an interesting thing, you know, the, the Tai Chi for Health people have a no hand, you know, like a hands-off policy, like a no-touch policy <laughs> with students. It's very, it's very different than if you've ever been to another Tai Chi style. Which means you're about to tell us the story of how you break that rule on a consistent basis. No. Okay. No. <laughs> it's because okay. I'm telling you that because it means that you have to get, if you can't touch someone, you have to get really good at using your words nice, to yeah. explain what is going on. Yeah. So what is going on? If you can imagine in your mind... Uh, you know, take take a journey. Just you know, you can you can eyes open or eyes closed, you know. But just imagine, allow your and, and you can do this along with me and see how it goes. So um, think of something. Do you have something that's like a little ouch or you, something you don't like or um, you have something like that that's kind of something that's bugging you? It's a nagging thought or yes, whatever. N nothing big. You got something? Got something. 
Okay. All right. So imagine that's out in front of you. Um, okay. So you're seated. That's fine. We can do it seated or standing. So you're just going to imagine that's there, you know, in front of you and you can go ahead and like, yeah, there it is. So I want you to gently just, you know, uh, bring your hands facing each other. I want you to sort of, okay. And you're going to have to imagine, because I know you have a shoulder thing. I'm using something else. Okay. So just imagine. Um, and of course, imagination helps heal that too. So, so you imagine you're picking that up. You're going to pick that up and then bend your elbows. So it's right in front of you. So that, that, you know, the icky thing is right, the ouch is right there in front of you. And then as you open and close your hands, not too much, you breathe all the way in and just be with that. Like, like, okay, there it is. Getting a little dissociation, just allowing yourself to breathe and having it there. And then you just slightly, you turn your hips so that your spine also turns and you just turn and open, like let your elbows unlock and open. And imagine there's a table there and you're placing that ick right down there on the table. So you drop it. And then as if you're, you place your palms facing down towards the earth. And again, swiveling those hips to the other side as if you're coming across some nice water like a something smooth across the table, flip your hands over. And on this side, this other side, there's some nice warm fuzzies that you'd rather think or feel instead. <laughs> Hold on to those and then bring those back up. Come, come back across to the other side, bend your elbows, bring it up like you're a little Tyrannosaur and then turn back to the front. And now right in front of you, in between your hands, you have that nice warm fuzzy and give it a color, whatever you want to do with it. And then just take three breaths in. So let's make it bigger and smaller as you sort of pump it, allow it to go all through your body, feeling calm and relaxed or happy, however that warm fuzzy is for you, what you'd like instead. And then you can put it back down and then see how you feel. Was that helpful? That was, yeah. So even just, you know, I mean, it's it's challenging to do it this way, but even without even looking at each other, just kind of even sort of following what it is. Yeah, and, and there's some beautiful elements in it, which I was trying not to lead myself with my own suggestions. Yes. Yet I, I can think to something that I've taught before, and it was just a squeeze the hand, release it. And, you know, it's the power of not giving the suggestion sometimes. Yeah. Where, you know, and now I say this every time I do it, um, which is it goes, yeah, it felt like I was letting go of it because I'd carried it too long, to which yes. I, I appropriately responded out loud. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and now it's letting go of it because you've carried around too long. And that piece of language came from him. And when you had me turning the body now, um, if it turns out I did it wrong, this is where you just go, that's right. And, you know, exactly. <laughs> but it's that as I turned my body, I kept my hands at center and moved away. And there was this immediate shift of I'm leaving that behind me. I'm leaving that somewhere exactly. else now. Yeah. And you, so now you see that's the power of like hooking this, these things up with your body movement, because your body's giving you that suggest that image, image and impression and suggestion all by itself. You know, like I, 
I step away, I turn away, I'm dropping that and I'm picking something else up and I'm bringing it back in something good. And, and I'm moving away from something literally in my body. I feel it. I'm a kinesthetic being. So I, so yeah. And, and of course you add all those patterns, you know, you add all the pattern you want if you're working with a client. Exactly. But I have a friend who, you know, she, my, uh, she's a participant. She's been with me for many years. She's in her eighties and now she's teaching this, um, you know, the Tai Chi for health. And she is just the most fantastic, um, self-hypnotic person. So she does this as a regular thing for herself. You know, she's upset. She's getting a cold. Like I, I can't believe her sometimes she, she was getting a cold um, I, I mean, she left class. She was like sneezing this and that. She went home. She did like three rounds of this, you know, and then what was she picking up at the other side? She was picking up the image of herself, healthy, robust, feeling great, totally well. Within seconds, she was well. You know, can I say that caused it? I don't know. But I just think it's an interesting association that every time she uses this, uh, you know, she pictures in her mind what she wants and is very physical. You know, she she really embodies um, the result as, as, you know, as a matter of course with this. So this is one example. I mean, there's many others that have to do with balance, emotional balance, physical balance. They're, you know, the more physically balanced you are, which is you get in Tai Chi, the more emotionally and mentally and spiritually balanced you become. And of course, as you're giving people exercises for that, um, uh, even in the warm-up exercises we do, then um, you, you just tweak it with a few hypnotic language patterns and suggestions and people come back and they say, wow, you know, I, I just feel so much more balanced, you know? Say, <laughs> <laughs> so really, how about that? <laughs> how, how do you go about taking, you know, these different modalities, these different approaches. And, you know, you said this earlier, there's some who compartmentalize and I've known you for at least going on about 10 years now, I believe. And, you know, inside of that story, I've learned of you, you're someone that, you know, I've said this to others, this is what you embody in my opinion, and part of why you're here is that for others, I'd see them, you know, maybe in the build out of a website as it's, this is what I charge for EFT. This is what the service is for hypnosis. And this is what it is for massage. And it's, as you've called it, and uh, act surprised later when you see it, it'll be the name of this week's episode of Deborah Yaffe on Synergistic Healing. Is there a specific system that you have in mind? Or is it more by, you know, sort of intuition, what the blend then becomes? How, how do you put it all together? Well, yes and no. <laughs> <laughs> and yes yeah um, that was clearly well, the answer course, so <laughs> well you know every every person who comes to you is different and so each person you know if they're coming to me for hypnosis i mean i kind of you know that's how they heard of me mm -hmm. you know then i start out that way but then it quickly becomes you know i have these other tools and so i will ask them you know like like if they're really struggling with a, um, you know, I believe in, in like nutrition to, and, and exercise to support the physiology of the change that we're making mentally, you know, with our subconscious minds, you know, there's uh, you need a good physiology to hold on to some of that stuff. 
to, for the hypnosis to really lock in sometimes and be permanent. So that's just my experience that, you know, other people may have different experience, but, um, and so sometimes, you know, I will ask them and we have a different conversation. Like maybe they, they want to talk about nutrition or a food plan. I always have other people who do things that I do so that I can refer so that it's not just me, you know? So even though I have that background in nutrition, we might talk about some general things, but you know, I might refer them to a nutritionist I feel comfortable with to handle their situation. You know, a lot of people right now are dealing with some serious uh, sugar imbalances. And for those people, I, you know, I have been asking people to humor me and experiment with me and they love it. I, I, I make a program. So either I just do hypnosis, that's what they came and they want with, but then I'm also finding the combination that might work. So someone, let's say they have, uh, you know, pre-diabetes or diabetes. So I do teach Tai Chi for, di uh, for diabetes. I'm, I'm a board certified instructor for that with the Health Institute. Oh, nice. Um, and I combine that with hypnosis sessions for their food plan and stick them with their food. And, um, and as you may have experienced yourself, you know, when, cause I know you're very, you do a lot of uh, physical, um, exercise movement to help yourself, to keep yourself fit and, you know, movement, uh, that kind of discipline, it actually increases your willpower muscle, your discipline and willpower muscle. So, you know, even 10 minutes of, of um, Tai Chi or, or some kind of physical exercise where you're committed to it will actually carry over to help you stay committed to your hypnotic programming. You know, it'll, it'll kind of help the willpower um, aspect of things. Um, you know, so sometimes I might combine those things. Then I, you know, and then of course, you know, I, I live in an area where, there are, are more, this happy valley where I live, uh, the Pioneer Valley uh, in Massachusetts, Western Mass, has more alternative healers per capita than anywhere in the country. I don't know where that stat came from, but I like it and I believe it. And because of that, a lot of these alternative healers are also into these other things that I do. You know, they're, they're interested in astrology and tarot and numbers and those sorts of things, esoteric and metaphysical things. So those people I can actually start out with, you know, I can market, um, you know, uh, you know, I'm working on my websites for my astrology uh, combinations where I'm actually doing like a hypno astrology. Oh, nice. And, you know, and the simplest version of that, I mean, I do a lot of things. I do EFT tapping on the planets. I mean, I'm crazy. I'll do anything, right? I'll try anything once, twice if it feels good. And, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, so lately, you know, so I do have a whole program of services that are involved with, that are blending, synergistically blending um, astrology, tarot, and um, hypnosis, uh, and energy healing all mixed together. Yeah, which I, I want to do this slightly out of order of how we normally do it. So I'll kind of do a quick transition here and ask, 
how can people get in contact with you? What's the best way they can find more about what you do? I think people, you you can put my email out there. It's just my name at Gmail. That's probably the fastest way to reach me. Mm -hmm. I do have um, my humble websites. (laughs) Uh, So for my astrology, you can find my page on Facebook. I've got liberationastrology-theplanetwhisperer. And then I have a Facebook group, um, theplanetwhisperer.com. And there's a little R. You have to put like a circled R. I'll tell you what, this is episode number 372. So if you can send me an email with these links, we'll put them all in the show notes. And everybody listening, go to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 372. And that'll just have the links directly there as well. How's that? That makes more sense because... As I have a last name that everyone (laughs) butchers the spelling over and we finally figured out that number thing like 300 episodes in it's like oh we should do this that makes everything easier but but basically (laughs) you know my hypnotic astrology personality is um you know i did uh mart my husband called me the planet whisperer because that's what i do i talk to people's planets in hypnosis and we basically do some planetary parts therapy combined with their actual astrology for the what's coming up in their internal weather um, so that they can make the most of things and make um, and do some alchemical changes. Um, and I give them that advice. We do an alchemy session. You know, what's working, what isn't working, how do we make things work better, and how do we fix the things that aren't working using these tools um, that are particular to this system and all involved with hypnosis as well. So it is, it's, it's very cool stuff. That's That I can tell you. It's astro-coaching. I, I sometimes I call it, but you know, I am the planet whisperer. That's my trademarked uh, persona. And I call my system liberation astrology. And it's really fun. And I do ha- offer, I did put together, I'll, I'll roll it out next uh, fall probably. Um, I did do a, a um, what do you call that? A beta test. I had some astrologers come uh, that and they, they really enjoyed this. Um, I basically put together four hypnotists. So if they already have a background in hypnotists, you know, I can teach you the secrets of a planet whisperer so that you can work with people who love astrology and they talk that language without you actually having to know astrology. Oh, cool. So I can teach you that. Yes. Well, I say that it's, it's really helpful if you know astro- this kind of astrology. Okay. Yeah. The more, you know, the better, you know, not the better, but, the more interesting things you can do with it. But uh, you actually don't have to know anything. You can just do this system the way I teach it and um, and work with those people and have a really fun time. Awesome. Well, it's been great having you on here. And before we wrap this up, any final thoughts for the, for the listeners out there? Do good work. Do your best. Keep always be learning. That's my thing. Always be learning. Uh, of course, if you're always be learning, you're going to end – you know, you might run the risk of uh, becoming a synergistic healer like myself, because <laughs> you always want to be inter, you know, bringing your learning into your uh, current present practice. Be mindful, be compassionate, have a good heart, and you can't go wrong there. Jason Lynette here once again, and as always, thank you so much for interacting with this program, leaving your reviews online, and once more, head over to worksmarthypnosis.com forward slash 
372. That's where all the show notes will be for this episode. Deborah's links, some of the references we talk about. Even, I'm sure, my editors and uh, show notes writers are top-notch. You'll find a link there to buy Molecules of Emotion by Candace Pert. We take care of you. While you're there, too, check out WorkSmartHypnosisLive.com. It's live, it's online, it's interactive. And I didn't mention this earlier. If you really want to build a business that looks like mine, here's a new term. It's called the business mullet. You know the haircut, the mullet, where it's business up front, party in the back? Well, the business mullet is where you're professionally dressed from the waist up, or you're like I am right now, um, kind of living out my day in my home office doing everything online, wearing pajama pants. Yes, there actually are pants. And simply put, if you want to build your confidence working with clients online, it kind of makes sense to expand your skills or begin your hypnotic journey learning hypnosis online. This is a course that has launched professionals all around the world, and you indeed can also do it in your pajama pants. Please actually put pants on. It's a public event. Check out the details, check the dates, watch the video, reserve your spot now, worksmarthypnosislive.com. Thanks for listening to the Work Smart Hypnosis Podcast at worksmarthypnosis.com. Work Smart Hypnosis.